Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Off the Red Carpet. I'm George Pinocchio, and if you like Winnie the Pooh, this podcast is for you. We first met Pooh back in 1926. That was in the pages of a literary novel. And now, after many incarnations, Pooh is back on the big screen, but the story is different, and here's why. It's called Christopher Robin, that's the name of the movie, and Christopher Robin is all grown up now and played by Ewan McGregor. And in the film, Winnie the Pooh re-enters his life. He needs help from Christopher because he can't find his friends in the Hundred Acre Wood. But it turns out maybe Christopher Robin needs the help of Pooh and his friends because he's lost too, but just in a different way. Now, the man who made this movie is director Mark Forster. He also made Finding Neverland, so he certainly knows his way around this world. And I sat down recently and talked with him about Christopher Robin. I love the old-fashioned feel of this movie, and I didn't know what to expect when I went into it, and I think that's part of the joy that people will get in a world where everything looks so high-tech, these animals that you have in your movie are comforting. That's, I'm so glad you're saying this because that's what I wanted to create. I wanted to create a film for kids, grown-ups, and also a film that when you see it, it's like a warm blanket for you. You feel like there's a bit of nostalgia uh, and there's this, this sim- sort of the simplicity of life, which is a, a part of the pooism and who poo is. And it brings you the joy of life. To Was it always your intent to make it look like this or was there someone saying come on mark we can do this and we can do that and the hair will do this and no i it i must say i've been very blessed disney have been a great partner and i showed them my vision and they supported the vision and we all you know made the same movie and even i thought at the beginning when i recreated those animals i thought oh maybe i will get notes and then you know we were knitting the sweater for Pooh, the red one said maybe they wanted more red or this but they just uh, seemed to sign off and, and embracing it and loving it so it's been, been, been a very good experience for me it's a weird word i think for me to describe like kind of my overall feeling but it makes sense to me even though maybe a, a family film but i think the movie is very eloquent yeah. Is that okay? Is that <laughs> yes, a good word? Yes, please. I like the word eloquent. You know, it, it is a family film, but, you know, Pooh is eloquent because Pooh, in the Poohism and the Tower of Pooh, you know, you, you have this, 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 this bear who is kid-like, but at the same time he has so much wisdom. And, and, and they're silly, his wisdoms, but they also have a lot of eloquence and depth. <laughs> think there's uh, we mentioned the comfort you also picked actors like for instance Ewan McGregor whose resume goes from a hard R to a, a PG and there are kids who will not know his repertoire films that will just see him in this role of Christopher Robin and then there are parents or people my age who will say boy that man can do a lot yes uh, I think Ewan is incredibly gifted you know half the movie he played actually uh, with air, because there was no poo there. We, uh, we, did, we added him digitally later, so that was very impressive for me that you have an actor like Ewan McGregor trying to make believe that there's a bear there, but there wasn't really anything there when he played it, so that was extraordinary. But he, he comes, you know, Ewan comes from this, uh, you know, did so many great indie movies in the 90s from Train Spotting, and then obviously a lot of the kids probably will know him from Star Wars. And, and then Chris Robin is something I felt that was sort of always in him because it's this sort of man, this boy grown up and at the same time there's him trying to find his inner child inner child again and Ewan has this 
ability of going from drama to comedic uh, moments in, within, within moments, and it's, it's just extraordinary. Last question, I've got about 20, 30 seconds left. Mm. I've known Brad Garrett for years, and I know that there must be 162 outtakes of Brad Garrett as Eeyore <laughs> that you could not put in your movie. Yes, I think 162 outtakes is probably an understatement. <laughs> but but Brad, Gar- Brad Garrett had these, you know, the, uh, he in, in a lot of these one-liners steal the show. I mean, there's this moment when he's in front of the uh, uh, front of the log, and he basically looks right straight at the camera, and Eeyore says, "Help me!" <laughs> and at one one point, like we were just racing against the time, and we the animators and everybody were about to finish the movie, and we all we looked at this Eeyore clip, "Help me!" <laughs> and Brad Garrett. We did this just brilliantly. I mean, the, the, all, all his, his, his voice work is extraordinary. I also had the opportunity to talk to the two stars of the film, well, the two adult human stars of the film. That would be Ewan McGregor and Haley Atwell. He plays Christopher Robin. She plays his wife. And here's what they had to say about the film. I don't like to know how the movie Magic happens. I like to just go and be kind of surprised. Yeah. But then after seeing this, I have no idea if you're looking at a tennis ball or a real stuffed animal or what's going on? All, you... uh, both of those things mm-hmm. is the truth, yeah. Mm, different really? stages of it. So we mm-hmm. had um, stuffed animals that were operated and voiced by other actors who'd come in. So sometimes they'd be in the shot with us and sometimes they'd be off screen. Um, and then you'd have headless, hairless, sometimes limbless versions of stuffed animals. It was like a horror movie version. Yeah. And then sometimes it was just a rod with a light on it. With a light. And sometimes nothing at all. Yeah. That make it just. I would think that would make it harder to do. Yeah. Well, he did a great thing, Mark. He cast he cast this small band of actors to play each of the creatures, and they were all enthusiastic, good actors, just mainly out of drama school. And they they played the scenes with us as Pooh and Eeyore and Tigger, and and um, so the scene would come to life with them, really. Mm. And that's why, regardless of what we were looking at, we had these great you know actors acting with us. So it was fun. You have, I think, a great resume of mixing it all up because you can be in a, an R-rated movie that kids could never go see and then you are so at home in a family film. Mm. Do you do some of these films for your family? No, I don't think so. I did, I, 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 no, I don't think so. I, I, but I, I don't see any boundaries in mm. what I can or can't do for myself. And I like being in films like this. I, li- I like playing characters like this. I think it's great that you can, because I know sometimes in show business you can look at a resume and it's very similar from movie to movie and actors want to break out and you've never had that problem, nor really have you, have you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, I think it's also partly of what you're looking for at any given time. And a lot of the time for me it's a, the quality of the writing or it's a particular person I really want to work with, rather than looking at myself in terms of my casting bracket and what the kind of public persona is and going, Atwell needs to be in a dark romantic comedy now. Like, it's, it's just more of a... <laughs> it's just more of, like, for me, hearing... <laughs> that was great. Uh, talking oh, about myself. Be, and should be marvellous. <laughs> um, or just, for me, this was... This, the, it was Mark. It was finding out... You know, Mark had said, you know, we'd love to kind of Skype and talk about this film, and I'd seen... Looking at his CV was so varied, mm. and that was interesting. That you'd have someone who's very coming in as very much an in, independent man of, as a filmmaker, who has such a, 
kind of a, a cinematic, at times dark and atmospheric and poetic uh, vision. And then something like this, created by Disney, that's very much something that people know and love and have grown up with. And the marrying those two um, worlds, you know, was very attractive. I have about 20 seconds left. Let's just briefly talk about the ooh-ah moments. I don't know if you've seen them with an audience or not yet, but it really is wonderful to hear a whole theater full of people kind of give the same aww. aww. Yeah, we haven't. I, well, I have. We've watched it alone, I think. Uh, yeah, we? I watched it by myself about a week ago, and I did lots of aww and whoa. I was crying in the opening credits. I mean, just met yeah. immediately. Of course, this movie couldn't be made without the voices who bring Pooh and Eeyore and Piglet and the gang all to life. Now, I caught up with some of them at the film's premiere. Here's Brad Garrett, who is the voice of Eeyore, along with Jim Cummings, who voices Pooh and Tigger. When you play two roles in a movie, do you get two salaries? Wait a sec. Can I call my agent? I have... Wait. In other words, you're... So, in other words, it's a musical... Yes. <laughs> I'm guessing it's a no. That's how I, that's how I got so many uh, comp tickets. But they pay you in, you know, like, smackerels of honey. <laughs> this is something you do because it's the right thing to do. It's your voice. It's two characters. Uh, do you ever go up to children and speak like Winnie the Pooh and have a light bulb go off in their heads? Yes, I do. And they usually freak out and, and say, Mommy, you know, something like that because... You know, this man swallowed Winnie, swallowed Winnie the Pooh or something. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hazard, actually. No, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. You know, kids just love it. And, uh, you know, and I think the parents, honestly, get a bigger kick. I think there's a real gentleness to Ewan McGregor. And I always like to see his work. But somehow I felt like you knew what you were acting opposite. And, and you played off him very well just off camera. So did... Was there a dynamic at work that I don't know about? Well, uh, could be, yes and no, and mostly what? Uh, so, <laughs> no. No, but, you know, we, we did the original recording up front, and that gave, you know, Ewan and these are... I, I, I was telling him the other day, I said, like, I think you should get an Academy Award. You were sitting there just hearing whispers of myself, you know, in, somewhere in the wood, and then there's a, a big, you know, dummy sort of doll doesn't even look like Pooh, doesn't look like Tigger, and he's giving this Academy Award-winning performance, so it's like, kudos. If it was Winnie the Pooh or Tigger walking this carpet instead of you, would the experience be different for those characters? Well, yes, because I would have to be looking for the honey, and they would definitely have to move the roof, because I'm gonna bounce. How are you? I was interviewing him well, thank you. Thank Mark you. over the weekend, and I said, oh my gosh, you must have so many outtakes with Brad Garrett, who just would go and go and go. He said yes. Well, I was, you know, Mark is a, Mark is a real director. You know, he's, and he told me very early on, if it wasn't for this, I would never hire you. So when you said that out the gate, I was very, very uh, reserved, and I just said, uh, you know, I'm the donkey, and I'm just, I was just happy to be on the bus. But it was, uh, we had a lot of fun. A lot of different outtakes. I had to be careful. He had some wonderful directing. He really, really did. Can I call you George? Yes. Or Mr. P? What are you, what are you into? Mr. Pinocchio or George is fine. Mr. Pinocchio. Okay. And how is the young boy doing? I'm fine. Okay. No, I meant the puppet. I know you did. Okay. But see how you went away from that? 
Um, I have sciatica, so I keep leaning. How are you? I'm going to lift you and thank the Academy. How cute you are. It, it was it was really a lot of fun. You know, this is a real direct. I'm sure you saw Monsters Ball in Neverland. So it's... But I like that people do see you for these other kinds of things. And I know that you go in and, and people think you just go in once and read. But a lot of times you go in two, three, four, five, come back, do something new. And it's, it's kind of cool because a lot of your work is geared toward a, an older crowd sometimes. And this is certainly not. Yes. Well, you know, I, I, and it's wonderful for me to be, you know, you know, part of this. And, and you know, the, the character develops as the movie develops and they bring you in. Sometimes you do it with the animation. Sometimes you do it without the animation. Uh, sometimes I uh, did it without pants, which is when, uh, you know, Bob Iger called me and brought me out to the lot and we had a we had a quick lunch. Okay. Bottom line here is that you had a good time and I love seeing you because I, I, I hear you in that voice and it makes me smile. You're a nice man. What is my name? George Pinocchio. <laughs> All right. I've loved talking with Brad Garrett for years and I'm glad to know that he will soon be on ABC again in the fall with a whole new series to make us laugh. In the meantime, to make us think and to make us feel, you're going to get emotional, I think. Perhaps if you go see Christopher Robin, it is rated PG. It is in theaters now. And I'll be back again next week with another edition of Off the Red Carpet. Thanks so much for spending a little of your time with us today.